This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 1, Weymouth 0. For a strange one, this. We've won a lot of 1-0s lately. This was about as one-sided of 1-0 as you've ever seen. And it wasn't until the very end of the match that you actually feared Weymouth could come back, despite only being a goal down. Having said that, I've got to say, I enjoyed the 90 minutes. I really didn't enjoy the last 90 seconds. Anyway, Wrexham, at home against the side that's struggling for form, Weymouth lost their last four, brought Max Cloweth in for the suspended Harry Lennon, and it was a smart move because Cloweth was lively from the very start. In fact, right from the off, Wrexham were on the front foot and pushing Weymouth back. Aaron Hayden breaking forwards from the right-sided central defence position, smashing a 30-yarder, which whistled just past the left post. Tremendous strike that. Really unlucky. The keeper didn't have a chance if it had been on target. But he and Cloweth were pushing forwards into midfield, Weymouth, I would argue, were the first team to really look to park the bus at the racecourse this season. Other teams have covered themselves up, but if you look at, by contrast, Wealdstone, they defended stoutly, but they also used the ball well. Uh, Weymouth really did set off. My concern is that they didn't do it very well, I don't think. Their back five were a back five. They had a couple of central midfielders sitting in front of them, and then play Josh McCoy off the two strikers. A sort of bit of a broken team. So three players up the pitch, and then the rest sitting very deep. The midfielders very deep. And you're expecting that setup for it to be hard to pick holes, find pockets. But actually, Wrexham got through them comfortably. And the worry was that we only got one goal to show from it, that their keeper wasn't worked particularly hard, apart from the goal he basically made one sharp save from one good save from a free kick. And we didn't maybe make enough clear-cut chances despite dominating and living in their half. The wing-backs were crucial. The wide centre-backs were pushing on. The wing-backs were pushing on outside them. Cloweth and Hayden particularly... Re- oh, I beg your pardon. Cloweth and Hosanna really combining well. And that was where the next chance came from. Nice switch by Hayden to Cloweth, who went driving forwards. And then was ever so cute. Really waited and waited so he could weigh his pass perfectly to Hosanna and put him in round the back. A great first touch by Hosanna meant he was in on goal. He drove in a shot, but it was blocked behind for a corner. And that nearly led to something as well. A nice short corner routine that led to Young playing it to Davis, getting it back on the corner of the box and drilling the ball into the goal mouth. Toza, retreating away from goal at the near post, made really good contact with a back-heeled flick and it whistled just wide of the post with, again, the keeper having no chance to react. So Wrexham, the first 10 minutes, really piling it on. And I shouldn't say just the first 10 minutes. That continues. Nice switch by Toza, found Davis. Davis fed Hosanna. And when he pulled it back, Jones, 10 yards out, had a powerful shot blocked. Then Davis sweeping in a corner to the near post. Jake Hyde getting up, making one of those nice flick headers that he likes, but that which landed on the roof of the net. Young sweeping in a corner. Davis about seven yards out, making a poor contact and put a long way wide. A better chance maybe than we might have thought at the time. But it was incessant pressure. Uh, James Jones's movements was excellent. His endeavour was excellent. He was driving things forwards. Davis was too. Young was scurrying about. The strikers, well, Hyde was trying to get on the end of things. Was holding the ball up well. Mullen was, was Mullen, you know, always threatening. And Wrexham were really massively on top of a rather supine opposition. Jones again getting involved. A cute little nutmeg by the corner flag on the right. He pulled it back to Hall Johnson. 
And when he swept uh, across to the edge of the six-yard box, Hyde hurled himself at it. But Morgan, man-mountain centre-back for uh, Weymouth, slung himself at it too and, and made a terrific defensive header to, to drop it loose. And it was put behind for a corner. And then from that corner... Davis sweeping it in. It was flicked on at the near post. Mullen and Hayden both arrived at the far post. The crowd shouted for penalties for both of them. The players didn't really join in. There was certainly a bit of a collision. About four players converged in the far post. There was a little bit of shirt tugging, but I don't think enough to, to really merit anything. That The contentious shirt tugging would come much later in the game. And it looked like Weymouth got away with one. Josh McCoy carried it forwards and then played the most awful pass straight to Young, who burst forwards. And Weymouth looked exposed. He fed it to the edge of the area where Solanke tripped Mullen. Free kick on the edge of the day. Soft free kick, I've got to say. There wasn't a huge amount of contact on Mullen. But the ref gave it. And the rest is Jordan Davis's story. Wonderful free kick. It's on the edge of the D, but he managed to get not just up and over the wall, but down into the bottom right corner. Magnificent free kick, and Wrexham had the lead. At that point, you really would have thought that Wrexham would have pushed on and uh, score a few. But they didn't actually create any more chances for a good quarter of an hour. Not that Weymouth were. Weymouth really were camped in their half. They weren't getting much service up. Their two strikers were quite game, working hard, running and chasing, and were decent in the air. But they were getting no support. And McCoy, who I've, I've liked in the past, has looked a good player in the past against us, was giving, was acting as no sort of link between the two strikers and the rest of the team. He had a poor game and was withdrawn in the second half. At the end of the half, Wrexham again started to create a couple more. Davis of a near post corner, similar to the previous chance Hyde had. He attacked the near post and then flicked it on. It went just wide of the far post. A corner was given. I uh, can't see any touch on it. I think it's a goal kick, should be. But it was pretty close. And then two minutes into added time. In fact, the halftime whistle blew once this passage of play ended. Wrexham really did come close. Hall Johnson bursting through the centre. Davis was to his left. And if he could have just rolled him in, Davis would have been one-on-one -on -one in the penalty area through the middle. But he overhit his pass. Davis chased, managed to keep it in and drill a first-time shot into the goal mouth, which ricocheted off a defender in the six-yard box. Fell for Hall Johnson, but not comfortably within his reach. He lunged at it and managed to poke it towards goal. But the ball was cleared off the line by Alamo Weiwei and the whistle went for half time a surprise substitution clearly down to injury Jake Hyde had to come off for half time Jordan Ponticelli who was unlucky not to start came on and he had a very busy second half in support of Mullen especially when he pulled to the right Jones and, and uh, Ponticelli pulled to the right a lot Hull Johnson didn't get up the pitch as much as Bryce Susanna there's a slightly asymmetrical wing back set up uh, but the city aforementioned Jones and Ponticelli would get into those positions ahead of Hall Johnson and offer passing opportunities. Hall Johnson's passing down the line was quite good to start things off as well when either those two or Mullen pulled into those sort of areas as Wrexham posed different threats. On the right, it was all about the interplay and often deep crosses or working in behind the defence. On the left, it was all about Clareth being clever, supporting Hosanna and Hosanna's pace causing problems. He had a hell of a battle against uh, the, the the right back Davis of Weymouth, right wing back, I should say, but he's played as a right back really. And well, Davis pulled off some nice tackles on him, but he was left quite exposed, and and Hosanna beat him plenty of times to win that battle. Wrexham again picks up where they left off. Really good long spell of pressure. So two twice the ball looked like it was going out for throw-ins, and Wrexham retrieved it in the end. The ball fell outside the box to Davis, who hit a powerful shot, but it was blocked. 
then Mullen, who I think was looking a bit frustrated, I think, that he wasn't getting any real chances, got the ball 25 yards out, beat his man and lashed a shot, which he didn't really control, which went over the bar. A closer thing came soon afterwards. Hosanna, Ponticelli and Davis combining really nicely on the left-hand side under pressure. Davis then feeding a great ball to the edge of the area to just split the lines. Hosanna cut inside, wriggled between two men, got himself into a good shooting position 15 yards out, but again, a good block by Morgan. I've got to say, Weymouth's defenders, they made a lot of mistakes, don't get me wrong, but in terms of defending their six-yard box... They did do very well. The quality of Wrexham's crossing, and maybe you could say shooting, wasn't the best. But to be fair, the Weymouth defenders really put their bodies on the line and all made a lot of good blocks. So you've got to you've got to credit them with that. What Weymouth I thought didn't get right was that they sat very deep. Well, Malone, so I understand it. They sat very deep. They didn't really press. I suppose you, you can't sit deep and press, can you? But it didn't mean they were laying off Wrexham in their half, and Wrexham were passing the ball well enough to cause them real problems. Another, the next problem though was of their own making. Olomo Weiwei intercepting and then just having the most horrible touch. I think he was trying to drive off past Mullen, but his touch was so heavy, he just passed it straight to Davis, about 15 yards in front of him. And it was a four and three break. Davis drove forwards, fed in Mullen, who dummied it cutely. Ponticelli, right-hand side, cut into the right channel, clear sight of goal and rather skied it. Nice first touch and just launched it over the barn. Was very disappointed with himself, quite rightly. And still Wrexham came. Uh, James Jones sweeping in across. First man at the near post defender missed it. Defender at the near post sliced it to Davis on the edge of the area. Probably in hindsight, he wishes he'd hit it first time, but instead he took a touch. It just got away from him a little. He, he pulled off a neat little dribble to take control of the situation, but it was always running away from him then. And Cordner made a good tackle on him as he tried to pull the trigger. Then Hall Johnson cutting inside, driving in a shot, was deflected, and, and the, the big chance of the game for Mullen. Such a kind deflection. The ball spinning across the goal mouth. Mullen, sharp, latches onto it. Looks offside at first. Definitely wasn't, though, having seen the replays. And all he's got to do is dink it in from six yards. To be fair to the goalkeeper, Fitzsimmons, he got across very quickly and made himself big, though. And that was a decisive factor, Mullen, in trying to just clip it over him. Got too much on it and put it a good foot wide of the right post and was mortified that he'd missed a close-range chance. Wrexham kept pushing. Ponticelli feeding Mullen again. This time Mullen was forced wide by the pass, but managed to cut back onto his left foot and try to curl it, sort of thing he pulled off against Dagenham on this occasion, or didn't get enough angle on it. And Fitzsimmons was able to skip across to his right and hold on to it. Then a really nice passage of passing play ended of Jones pulling the ball back. Ponticelli driving in a shot, a really good block by Cordner when the ball spanned back in. Young volleyed it from the edge of the area. Ooh, he was a really studied volley, kept his eye on it so well, made really nice contracts, but it was blocked again in front of goal. In the 73rd minute came the first of two hugely contentious moments for the referee. Mullen fed in on the left side of the box, wriggled round his man and went to ground. Morgan definitely had his hands round him. For me, it's a definite penalty, having looked at it a few times from different angles. I can't really see how it's not a penalty. I admit Mullins probably playing for it. He's backing into his man. He gets a little grab of him just to try and get him really touch tight so that he can sort of provoke contact. But the fact is, Morgan obliges. He has one arm around Mullen and the other one tugs at his shirt quite markedly. His shirt's halfway up his back when he goes down. It's a cast-iron penalty for me. The referee's right on top of it and didn't give it. 
Wrexham kept pushing. James Jones nearly replicated his only goal for us so far at Halifax, getting the ball from a tight angle on the other side of the pitch. I'm on the right, spinning. You'd expect him to put in a cross. He drove it into the near post. I think he meant it to try and catch the keeper off. And Fitzsimmons actually had to be very sharp to drop to his left and have good wrists to push the ball clear. Going into the last 10 minutes, still no sign of Weymouth posing any threat. Hall Johnson feeding a ball to the edge of the area. Davis trying to play a, a cute little right-footed chip, but clipping it too hard and putting it over the bar. Jones then putting another ball in, a defender slicing it across the face of goal. And then with two minutes left, another good save by the keeper. A free kick on the edge of the box, this time a definite foul on Mullen. And he stepped up Davis from a position now left of centre rather than slightly right of centre. Went for the same bottom right corner and the goalkeeper did really well to get down low to his left and save it. It was keeper's side, but because of the angle, he was naturally creeping across to try and get behind his wall. No doubt remembering what happened to him in the first half. And he did well to shift his balance back across and push the ball clear. Ponticelli got to the rebound in a six-yard box, drove in a shot, and fair play, Fitzsimmons managed to get up, head in the other direction and make a brilliant save. But Ponticelli was definitely offside. So it was a great save for nothing. At least it was on telly. He can show his grandchildren. And so he went into added time and still Weymouth weren't really threatening much. Although they brought on Musa for McCoy and he did look lively. He was running at people. He was getting past them. He looked interesting. He was, especially when they changed their shape, went to four at the back with Cordner, one of the centre-backs, up front and Musa was pulled into a slightly deeper position, which meant he could run at people, and he really could run at people. And he started to, to cause issues, but still, they were comfortably at arm's length as we went into added time. And in the second minute of added time, Wrexham had another opportunity. Uh, this time, it was a, a, a neat little pass in by Hayden, putting Mullen one-on-one -on -one with the keeper down the right channel. More, oh, sorry, not Hayden, Morgan it was who played a poor pass, Davis fed Mullen in to be fair to Morgan, having given the ball away in a perilous position, he sprinted across really well, put a lot of pressure on Mullen, forced him to shoot wide, in fact Mullen was convinced he'd gone for a corner, but the ref gave the goal kick, and straight up the other end came the first of two real frights for Wrexham from the goal kick, they broke forwards Weymouth, neat little pass fed in behind the defence uh, by Shields and the substitute, uh, Crowsdale, Taylor Crowsdale, beg your pardon, who had, was a big, awkward fella and was causing problems, even if he didn't look all that polished. Timed his run, well, beg your pardon, didn't time his run well, he was offside, but the linesman's flag stayed down, so it would have stood. He was one-on-one, -on -one, and Hayden grabbed his arm out and pulled him to the floor. It's a penalty. <laughs> Not two ways about it. Not a Mullins was a penalty earlier, admittedly. But two wrongs don't make a right. This was a penalty. He was clear right through the middle, got onto the end of the ball, arms reached out, grabbed his shoulder. Yeah, he was offside. Yeah, we should have had a penalty. But neither of the decisions were given. That was a penalty. So very lucky Wrexham. And within a minute, Another chance for Taylor Crowsdale. This time it was Musa lifting the ball cutely over the defence. This time Taylor uh, Crowsdale timed his run to perfection and was one-on-one -on -one down the right channel with Rob Layton. And this is where his lack of polish came in. He snatched at it first time, pulled it across Layton and well wide at the far post when he had time to take a touch, bring it inside and stand Layton up and then try and pick his spot. A real escape for Wrexham, even though it was only 1-0, you still didn't really see Weymouth coming back into it. But yeah, it just shows any 1-0 is a tenuous lead. And so an odd feeling at the end, we played very well. Some really good passing and movement. 
how we only scored one goal, how we didn't make more clear-cut chances, I don't fully understand. But we didn't, and as a result, we could have dropped points. If we hadn't won that game, if we'd conceded either the penalty or the late chance, that would have been one of the most demoralising outcomes of a game this season. No question. I guess we failed because of, like I said, a lack of quality in crossing. We got into so many good wide positions and really weren't clinical. I mean, the goal comes from a free kick and nothing to do with the flanks, even though the game was, was played on the flanks, really, in the Weymouth half. Um, but, I, I, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I feel happy. <laughs> well, I certainly feel happy it's a win. And it was a really good performance. And we should focus on those positives, but we've got to be more clinical. Looking through the performances individually, I mean, Lanes just had nothing to do at all. I mean, it was very... Straightforward clean sheet for him. No shots on target for him to deal with. The back three, I thought, looked very good. Clareth was an inspired selection and looked very composed. And although Leonard will be available next Saturday, I would certainly be finding a place for Clareth because even if Leonard replaces him for the league games, I think in the FA Trophy, it's a good chance to give Clareth back-to-back matches and just build a little bit of continuity for him because he was very impressive. He defended well, um, beating Taylor Crowsdale in the end. He's a massive target man. He was strong defensively, but didn't have to defend that much, used the ball well. Toza was excellent, I thought. Very composed on the ball. Was often the quarterback pinging out those diagonals in either direction. There's not that many players going to hit diagonals in both directions. And was solid defensively when he needed to be. And likewise, Hayden, who really was keen to get forward and join in, was dynamic. So the back three, very impressive. Hosanna was very impressive. Although, again, like I said, you, you would have liked to have seen clear-cut chances coming from the, the number of times he got into great positions. But he often was the one getting himself into great positions with the support of Clareth. He'll be disappointed, I think, not to be getting more shots off or accurate balls into the box. Hall Johnson, a little more conservative. Certainly, again, a lot came through him. He did play a couple of awkward balls into the box, but again, I think would also feel he probably could have got more quality into the area. The centre midfielders played very well. Young, very, very busy, scutting all around in a slightly deeper role than the other two. I thought James Jones and Jordan Davis were terrific. It was between them for man of the match, really. Davis shaded it because of his goal. But both of them, their movement, with Jones generally on the right, Davis generally on the left, but not always, and pulling into little pockets of space uh, was impressive. We, we play, like I said, that slightly asymmetric wing-back setup. Players and Jones loves breaking in ahead of Hall Johnson and trying to link up with him. Uh, whereas Davis tends to drop in behind Hosanna, where he can ping switches across to the other side or hits ambitious raking passes. Uh, I quite like that asymmetric balance in midfield and on the flanks. It, it works quite well, I think. Up front, uh, Mullen I, I had a frustrating day in front of goal, um, but still played very well, still scared the centre-back, still had some really good moments and still caused issues sometimes just on his own by chasing people down. And alongside him, well, poor Hyde's unlucky if he has gone off injured, but he surely did. He was a decent target man. You can see itching for that goal and he went close on a couple of occasions, so a shame for him. Ponticelli came on and again was industry personified, very eager, very lively. Hats off to him. I really enjoy watching Ponticelli's work rate, although sadly he did have a, a chance, which he, he squandered. But yeah, Ponticelli continues to be in good form. Although they have more competition now, of course, because fantastically, the other big bit of selection news was that Kwame Thomas was on the bench. He didn't get on, but after the match, Phil Parkinson said he's probably at the moment got about an hour in him. So it may well be that he will get on the pitch against Gloucester City next Saturday. Let's hope so. I would love to see Kwame Thomas back and firing on all cylinders. Anyway, Wrexham win. 
stay in fourth place, six points off the top of the table, and that's got to be a satisfactory resolution, hasn't it, really? With the final score of Wrexham 1, Weymouth 0, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.